Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing? Having trouble falling asleep, getting to sleep, staying to sleep? Or staying asleep? Well, welcome. I hope, I believe you're in the right places to sleep with me. The podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. Tonight's after the glass slipper, our ongoing fairy tale about Cinderella's stepmother, not fairy godmother, or Cinderella. Really, they're in there. They make appearances, though. Cameos? I don't know if they're cameos, but uh, it's an ongoing tale. But all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play on this podcast. We're going to do the rest. Uh, what, perchance, a dream is the rest? Uh, Shakespeare Jr.? Well, uh, what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can you can either set aside... Let's do this. We haven't done this one. Well. Let's gather up all those racing thoughts. Pretend they're little dust balls. Uh, sometimes they're referred to as something other. Dust devils. Brain... What are they called? Dust... Dust... Dust bunnies. Dust devils. Dust... Dust super annoying ones that make it hard to, you know, breathe. But these are the brain version. They're running around. They're little thoughts. Technically, they're invisible to your psychologist or your mental health professionals. But to us, you know, in this magical world of uh, um, attempting to beat insomnia, at least, you know, they're they're visible. Trust me on this one. I am a, a certified maniac. And I, I have the ability to see brain dust. I don't have the ability to see dust dust devils or dirt devils. Uh, I have the ability to avoid them and uh, not deal with them. But the brain brain things, well, they're running around your comforter right now. Let's gather them up. Gather them up. They're, they're, uh, glo- uh, they're circular, much like dust devils, pillowy. And they have the, you know, they, they, they might waft away. But you could, oh, God, grab that one. It's trying to float away. Believe me, if we don't deal with it now, okay, let's gather them all up. Now, the funny thing is they're, 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 they just like dust devils suffer from static clings, so they're all clinging to each other. I go and pack them into a little bit of a tighter ball. You can't hurt them. They're made up of uh, cosmic uh, brain material, uh, electron, both dark matter and uh, gray matter. And I'm not talking about the color gray. I'm talking about the gray zone. So gather them all up, put them at the foot of your bed, and get, kick them off your bed lightly with your foot or hard, hard, harder if you need to, you know, punish them for uh, irritating you. They're going to be on the floor. Tomorrow morning what you're going to do is you're going to pick them up, you're going to put them in the palm of your hand, you're going to blow on them like they're one of those uh, flowers you blow on. And when you make a wish, that unfortunately, they don't normally, that doesn't work for wishes. I hate to break it to you. In my opinion, my opinion, my experience. But uh, you would do that tomorrow, and they'll blow right back. They'll be there for dealing with your uh, co-workers, especially that one that taps their feet in the cubicle. And you're like, I, I, remember we talked about your feet tapping? And then they have headphones on. They pretend they can't hear. You know, you remember? That's really loud. It makes it hard for me to concentrate, and I have the... Uh, Mayweather report due tomorrow. Um, so we'll, but we'll deal with that tomorrow. We're not tonight. I'm going to distract you from that. And instead of a foot tap tap tapping away, it'll be an inconsistent droning out of my voice, uh, or uh, 
a woman uh, named Agatha's voice, eerily similar to mine, but slightly changed to be, uh, uh, help to help, you know, to, to be character-like. So that's it. That's what we do here. I, you know, I just try to distract you from your racing thoughts with a bedtime story with, long, you know, with drag, dragging stuff out like that. I could have got to the point, but, you know, some of the people already fell asleep during that, believe it or not. And I'm not joking. So hopefully this will work for you just as well as it's working for those people or you'll stick around. You'll hear a little bit of Agatha. Gonzalo, Penelope, Clifford, whoever else. There's some uh, other new, newer characters. Or, well, they're not. They're not I don't think any of them have names. I think she said one of their names, but but that's what what I'm here for to help you fall asleep. A little bit silly, a little bit strange, yes, but all in good good fun and good intentions. I just want to, you know, I just I, I've been someone that's had trouble falling asleep. And I've also found that I, uh, in the normal world, these skills don't serve me. Drone, you know. Hey, can you get? Can you get, give me your elevator pitch? Okay, can you hit the stop button on the elevator? Because it's going to be well. No, no, you don't understand the elevator pitch. It's uh, pitch me. Didn't you listen to that startup where you said, "Okay, I just called Uber. Pitch me on your idea." Okay, can I see your phone to tell the Uber to come in twenty minutes? Well, why are we arguing about delaying my Uber? I said, pitch me. You got 30 seconds. I'm a, you know, I'm Chris S., you know, billionaire investor. Pitch me. Yeah, this, but I, I got to get warmed up. So, yeah, I'm going to pitch you. But first, let me pitch you on this. Give me your phone so I can tell the Uber to come in a half hour. That way, you know, my pitch or the elevator. This is it's a nice stand in the elevator with you. With it not moving, and I know you're feeling like, what's this guy doing? Why is there no cell service in here? Um, so that's what, uh, that's my pitch. My pitch is that I'm not going to get to the, it'll take a while to get to the pitch, but I'm here to help you fall asleep. Actually, that's the elevator pitch. The way it works is the, the rest of that rigmarole, but it's a gentle rigmarole, like rolling around in a bed of, uh, of Cottonelle, um non-dust devils of uh, of bed beads, which are a new invention I'm creating, imaginary invention. So it's free. You can open source. It's open sourced. Uh, bed bed beads. They carry you in a way to dreamland. Uh, something I don't know. I was, that was the elevator pitch. That's why I'm not good at those. That's it. I hope I help you fall asleep. We're on the web at com. If you want to get a hold of me, best place, Twitter, at Dearest Scooter, or Facebook, uh, Sleep With Me Podcast. You can say hi on there. You can share your story. Other people can see it if you're comfortable with that. You can let people, other people know about it. You can message me privately on both of those. You could also email me, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can comment on the website. We got a P.O. box. You can send a self-addressed stamped envelope there at sleepingpodcast.com. Seven, oh, shoot. And I don't have the receipt. I just ri- literally got home from Ritterly. Ritterly. I just literally paid for the um, next six more months of uh, 1751, I think. But ch- double check. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's P.O. Box 1751, Alameda, California, 94501. That's Sleep With Me podcast. 
And uh, you can just go to sleepingpodcast.com slash S-A-S-E. You don't even have to. And you, I wouldn't trust me. I mean, I would because it's only 47 cents. But if you're going to, like, put your pin numbers or anything in there, probably better off not sending that anyway. And But you don't want to send that to the wrong post office box. Because I'll tell you, the person that's got post office box next to mine uh, does not check. Like, I bear, like I'm, I don't have a car. That's my excuse. But the person next to me, and they never checked theirs. There was one time a couple months ago where I was worried. I'm like, well, you know, I could have probably said the wrong address a few times. So I could have said 17 blank blank, the one next to mine. So I said this lovely person that broke every stereotype at the post office box. It was a Sunday. I think it was before the holidays. So you could pick up your mail. Even if you had, like, something you needed human, you just go around the back. Or maybe they were just doing this because at this post office. So I said, hey, wow, I can't believe you're feeling this. And she said, no problem. I'll get this package for you right away. And I said, that's the best on a Sunday. I don't even know what to say. And I said, but as a matter of fact, you're so kind. Could you look in the post office box next to mine? It's full of stuff, and I'm just afraid, you know. I gave the wrong address to some people. I tried to not tell her about the podcast because I knew that would, you know, throw her off or make her, you know, aware of my, my, uh, my differentness from the norm. But uh, she she said she was wonderful. She said, you know what? I checked it. It's all for this other person. They just don't check their post office box. So that's uh, – but that, I don't know. There wasn't a point. I don't know. But I'm on it. I'm on it. We got more six more months of uh, of uh, fun with this thing at least. Um, so that's it. I'm glad you're here, and I hope I help you fall asleep. Hey, thank you, Zona. Thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful that does our music. Scotty and Jennifer on the iconic artwork, Lord and the Lady, rulers of this podcast. If you're new, yes, this podcast is ruled by a Lord and a Lady who were uh, given their uh, titles. Is that a, titles? They were uh, royal blood. Can you get royal blood? Oh, jeez, I didn't even want to think about that. I'm sure there's some underground market for that. Don't do it. Don't don't buy royal blood. But the ruler and lady got theirs. Through currently, as far as I know, on planet Earth, the most legitimate way possible, which is a magical. Well, I, I got this ticker tape machine. It never works except every like seven odd odd number of months. It'll kick on, kick something out, and beep 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 beep. This just in. You got podcast has a lord and a lady. This just in. Podcast has a singer, Silvertone. This just in. Um, uh, a couple Australian comedians are now the funder from Down Under. Those are the three things that I remember it kicking out, and it was a, a sporadic. But so that's the Lord and Lady and the funder from Down Under and the Silvertone. Uh, so those are people that I like to thank, but I also like to thank new people. Of course, I like all, you know everyone out there listening to the show, supporting the show. Christy, Esther, uh, a new friend, Nando. Oh, makes me want to sing uh, that song uh, that I don't know any of the lyrics to, and not even the chorus, but I know there's like Fernando's in it. I think it's a uh, it's a song by a band, uh, ABBA. But uh, you know, I want to say a shout out to everybody from the San Francisco Podcasters Meetup. I'm going to be giving you guys some new podcasts to check out, starting with this damn world uh, from Dom and Jennifer that that hosted the podcast or Dom and Jen uh, with two, I believe two wins. It's just on iTunes. It's on, uh, it's on pocket cast. I'm sure it's everywhere else. 
this damn world. They got great chemistry, funny, funny people. They tell you, you'll like it. Give it a check it out. And then coming soon will be through some more park. And then I got, I got other wonderful people I met there. So anybody, I don't know if they can, but I don't know if anybody listening from there. But I, great people. If you if you live in the Bay Area and you have a podcast, or you want to start one. It's on meetup.com. Come to the next one. Uh, Rosie, I want to thank uh, for recommending the podcast. Head Trash, I think you recommended it to Head Trash, maybe. Pat Green, get, you know, joking around. Flannery's getting listeners out there. Had some email exchanges in the past, like uh, 36 hours, maybe, from uh, Sarah G. Wonderful. From Boston, Adam J. Make, making my Adam J. Making my day. Uh, Marie J. Uh, I don't think those two are related. And oh boy, something just made a weird noise. Marie J.'s husband and thirteen-year-old uh, son. Uh, I want to thank Damon D. Who's always on the backup. If you guys want to donate some money to his Iron Man Foundation fundraiser, you get you know it's over at uh, sleepwithmepodcast.com/double-d. I want to thank SLJ2011, works every time on iTunes Review. Thank you. After they fall asleep after the intro, they're blissfully asleep. Not just asleep, blissfully asleep. I don't know if I can, I guess if you're asleep, if you guys would have been, the dreams I've been having the past two weeks, I don't know. It's not like I'm drinking some kind of strange milk before bedtime or something, but but I want to thank. I don't want to take anything from SLJ 2011's uh, review. Thank you, appreciate. It. If you guys want to, you know, subscribe. If you guys are subscribing iTunes, review and rate us in iTunes. That'd be great. Um, algorithmics coming soon, and the uh, I should have an announcement on a meetup because now I'm at I'm, I got meetup fever after this. Then I have a great idea for a meetup for Bay Area podcast listeners. If you're not in the Bay Area, if you're not within, you know, within the greater Bay Area, don't worry about it. I got to, I'm hoping to make it to a couple of other cities to visit you guys. Uh, for sure, no place. And I don't want to make any promises, but I, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do my best to get there. West Coast, uh, middle uh, areas. East Coast, maybe, within the next 12 months. But this should be coming up in the next uh, late March or April. So that's it. I want to thank you all, you guys, for your ongoing support. Seriously, I've just been getting a ton of stuff lately. I haven't even I got to get to the mail. I got oh, You guys are just the best, all right? So thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And let's get on to the show. Hello, hello, this is Agatha. Welcome to another edition of After the Glass Slipper, the tale of Cinderella. Well, the tale of myself, Agatha, Cinderella's stepmother, and Penelope and Cinderella. Penelope is the fairy godmother. After Cinderella became queen, after, you know, she had the glass slipper, then she became princess, then she became queen... She was a wonderful queen, and then things, a lot of things have happened. Now, if you need to catch up, they tell me to say, oh, the episodes are at sleepwithmepodcast.com slash glassslipper. But as I said, Cinderella was queen. She was a wonderful queen. 
She ruled over our kingdom, and then suddenly, well, slowly, progressively, the fairy godparents of our kingdom, who we had brought into our kingdom after a whole season of adventures, we brought them in because we kind of destroyed, well, we had their fairy kingdom was invaded by monsters, which we sealed up and took them out. And they came to live with us, with our families and our people. And that was going pretty well. And then they fell terribly ill. We could not find a a, a cure for their illness. So Cinderella and all of her bravery and leadership went off to a kingdom far away, full of knowledge, to try to figure out the solution to the illness. And but she left me in charge. Now I'm a leadership. I've I've never run a kingdom. Let's be straight. And it's been a couple of weeks that I've been run, well, a lot more longer than that. A couple of weeks I've been telling you how it's been going. A lot of work. Not been going terrific, but we only lost one fairy godparent, and uh, the kingdom's had its ups and its downs. And when we last left off last week, last week, you know, I. Uh, We'd had a, we'd had a, I had gotten these letters that Cinderella was coming back. Well, that was the letter was not to me. It was to Penelope. I opened it and read it. It said, well, Agatha, you don't want to overwhelm her, but I'm returning with many soldiers from this kingdom. In the king, I think, maybe, did not say they were in love. So I'm, I, I'm wondering about that. But they said they're bringing soldiers and they're going to open the portal to Fairyland and defeat the monsters and then find some source within the fairy kingdom that once the fairies are reconnected with that, I don't know if it's physically or line of sight, it could be a smell, smell source. Why is always a source a well of light, you know? But they will be reunited with the, the source and it should restore the health, according to the letter that Cinderella sent to Penelope, which I opened and read. It also had some sort of magic rock in that. I don't know. I have, have other things on my mind, people. Then that, because there, when we last left off, there was a horde of ogres outside the gates, about 40 or so throwing rocks and grumbling in guttural tones. And at first I couldn't understand them. But of course, before we get to that, I have to, you know, let Pen- I, I like to catch Penelope up on the events, even though she's sleeping. So we'll do that. And then I will tell you everything that unfolded since then. So good morning, Penelope. It is I, Agatha, your friend, your good friend here with some bone broth, fresh bone broth. This is fish bone broth. So fresh, fresh from the fish, fish, fishmonger. And we've boiled it for you. I'm here to spoon it in your mouth and tell you. Uh, what's happening? Just some things are happening. Uh, outside our gates. Uh, oh, what's that? Oh, it's the our friend Mr. Letter. Hello, hello again. Oh, it's uh, our Penelope. I know you love this. It's a letter puppet. Remember last week he talked to us. He's a, like a sock puppet, but he's a little letter, and he talks. Hello, hello, everyone. Your voice sounds different, Letter. Uh, well, I, 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 
I, I, my word, I've never been accused of such a thing. I'm just a letter. I've been in a satchel, and it's inconceivable. Oh, oh. So, how have you been? How has your time been in the satchel? Well, it's just, I, I, I know nothing that's going on, so I'm just wondering what has been happening. Well, I could tell you what's happening. And if I whispered it to you, would you tell it to, oh, wait, I, I, I so, oh, wait, I did hear some stuff outside the gates. Uh, wait, wait, could, could you do me, could I have some of that bone broth? Uh, you cannot have bone broth, you're just a letter. It will uh, moisten you and you'll fall apart. I need to protect you too. Oh, I thank you. I did, I did not know. It's, it smells delicious uh, how you're spooning it in that woman's mouth. And somehow she's in a state where she could still slurp it. It's amazing to me that that is possible. Well, it is, but she's just a little sleeping angel. Look at her little face sleeping. She would have no idea that outside our gates are 40... Plus creatures uh, that look pretty, they have wiry, wiry muscles, I'd say. And they, they, they have strange hair and noses and faces, not attractive people that I must go deal with. Very so, but you must go deal with them. Would you like me to come along? Oh, well, that's nice of you, but I need you. You're technically not my letter. My word, you, you opened me up and I'm not even your letter. Yes, uh, it was an accident. Oh, but I remember you uh, opening, taking me. You took something out of me. Yeah, remember you asked me. You said that this gem is bothering my stomach or something. Oh, did I? Now I'm supposed to just be private. Uh, oh, dear. I messed things up, didn't I? Yes, I think you should apologize to Penelope. Did I already make you do that? I don't remember, but my goodness... Penelope, I am sorry for having this woman open me up and uh, interrupting your private information. Well, she cannot read anyway. She's, you know, she slurps and then she can hear stories. She yelled at me a couple of weeks ago, but since then her, her energy has just been this catatonic. But the loveliest catatonic, such a, just look at her face. I will leave you here to watch her. For I must go, Penelope, enjoy your broth. I'm going to go to the gates. They camped outside last night. The, uh, the oh, my word. Did you say it was ogres or ogres? I, I believe it's ogres. Never heard of an ogre before. Is that if you talk to any uh, NPCs about that? I, I think you're an NPC to me. You, you just go back in the satchel. Oh, right, please don't do that. Okay, Penelope, let me finish up with your broth. And I and I will finish you, and I will be back soon to check on you, my sweet. Let me kiss your forehead. And I will kiss you. Can I kiss your cheek and do this? Oh, Penelope. I love it. I call that fluffing the cheek. I've never, you know, in all my years, I don't think I've ever fluffed uh, a cheek out of... Uh, Non-erotically, uh, Penelope, you know, but this is nice, fluffing your cheek with my lips and saying, mwah, mwah, mwah. okay, I'm just trying to not deal with things, so oh, let's be honest, okay, I'm off, I'm off to the gates. And so off to the gates I went, and the soldiers were there, and Gonzalo was actually there, giving them some, well, he didn't have bone broth, he had, uh, oh, coffee, 
And I think a, a hard thing from the baker scone. And the, the soldiers were just watching the augurs. And they were camped. And I said, what, what happened over the night? And said, report, ma'am, they've thrown some rocks. As far, far as we could tell, that they want to cease. And I said, do you know if they speak the common tongue or only a ruffian tongue? And he said to me, I, I do not know. And I said, well, uh, open the gates. Open, you know, let me into the, because we have the setup where they can't just charge in. I've told you this. We just open one castle gate. Everyone walks in. Oh, no, you open one gate and then you go down a hall. You turn. You open a second gate and then a third. You know, these are, but these are the city gates. They're not as, they're not castle gates. So they're not impregnable, impregnable. But anyway, so I said, open the gate, and then we'll open the other gate. And they said, for what? I said, I'm going out there to deal with this. Uh, you know, if anything should happen, Gonzalo, Gonzalo will be in charge of things. And he said, he shook his head. He said, and they said, really? And I said, with with all these soldiers as my witness, you'll follow the command of uh, Gonzalo until my return or the return of Cinderella. Uh, and I said, you know, take some sort of oath. And they said, on our honor. And I said, good. And I said, you are excellent soldiers of all the trouble in the kingdom. We do not have enough of you, but we do have wonderful soldiers. And they said, we serve in the honor of the great Roland. And I said, I said, oh, he was a wonderful man. I was a good friend of his. And you, you do his honor well. Well, technically, you guys are. Well, anyway, I don't want to speak badly of the dead. So, anyway, open the gates. I will go out. And so they opened the gates, and the ogres, they looked around. And they were surprised. They said, what the heck? Because they were, I don't even think they had got to breakfast yet, or they were having some sort of dirt porridge, it looked like, from a distance. But as the gates opened up, they started to mill about. And I said, oh, hello, hello, hello. And I walked down the hill towards them, and they jumped up, and a couple of grabbed their spears. They were wearing some sort of uh, uh, breeches shorts. I would call them shorts or skort. What are those called? Culottes, I think you people call them. Animal skin culottes, not pants, not shorts, too long, very tight-fitting. And they, you know, helmets, but shirtless, uh, very... What a creature! I said, I said hello, hello, and they and they were making noises like that and muttering about. It. I said, "Who's in charge here? Who's your interpreter? I'm here. I, I, I'm I, I am the representative of this kingdom, Queen Regent. Believe it or not, you you're hearing right from the top." I said, well, "Who who who speaks for you?" And they, and they seemed like unsure whether to threaten me. And I told all the soldiers to stand at the ready. And, and Gonzalo had even some of them with their arrows, you know, not drawn, but milling about, you know, acting like they were judging the wind. And to be honest, I don't know what the distance is of an arrow. I know there's that one boy that can shoot them incredibly far. And I wish it was the girl who knew. Well, anyway, I, here and all there. And they said, rah, rah, rah. And then finally I said, speak, uh, common tongue, common tongue. 
And they kind of, and it was a right, wait, that guy goes, you need me to wait. And then they pointed down the road and then they offered me some of the, the, uh, whatever it was called, uh, I look like brown porridge. I said, I said, oh, no, thank you. I said, I have a scone here. And I handed it to the man that was closest to me, sniffed it. And bit it, and he said, and I said, hmm, I said, okay, one, two, three, four, seven, about 48 of them. And I went back. I said, one second, I'll be back. And they said, you know, chattering, guttural chattering. It comes from the guttural zone, I think. Oh, that's kind of where I, my voice, that's where I speak from. Well, anyway, I... I I'm a powerful person. I speak powerfully, powerfully like a stone-wielding creature would. So I go back up to the castle gates. I say, Gonzalo, we need about uh, 48 more scones down here. Can you can you get on that? And you go, chop, chop. And you go, okay, yes, I got it, miss. And then I said, could you send Clifford out here? Is he around? I said, see if you can track Clifford down and send him out. And then I went back down and, and I said, have him bring the scones, as a matter of fact, and Gonzalo said, no, no problem, Agatha. He said, no problem. I said, so I went back down. I said, hey. I said, do you like that? He said, well, you know, I said, yeah, it's got sugar and butter in it. Right, rudder, rudder. And I said, it was, uh, you, you guy is uh, going to attack the castle? What's going on? He said, attack, is that a and I said, okay, well, we got some scones here. Let's see. And then finally it took a while. It was a bit awkward. I will preserve you from it. Me saying, well, well. And then the sun got hot. The sun started to come. I said, well. And they seem to be of a shade of skin. Uh, I can't describe it. Uh, at first I thought it was an unhealthy grayish green color. But then as I watched the sun, the, the, the skin, it seemed to be, I was like, is that chlorophyll? And I was, I'll be honest, I was feeling my nail and standing behind one of them. And their skin is like a strange, strange material. I said, I'd like to cut one of them open. Is that disturbing to you? And see, is that blood green? Are they pot plant? Uh, just a theory. I'm no botanist, but... I said, because I watched the sun on them. I, I said, this seems to be turning like a, a sun. I wondered if I watered them, what would happen. But they ate, the scones came and they ate. And I said, Clifford, and then finally this other one of them comes running down the road. And he's, blah, blah, and they say, and he sounds like this guy's late. And I was like, is this your interpreter? They, and they pushed him up and he said, and he got up to me. And he said, I, 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 and he was, he was having trouble. I said, sit down. We've, we've wasted enough time already. And I was like, I'd offer you a scone, but you've been running. It's the worst thing. I don't know you people drink water. And then I, they brought him some water, and he drank some wine, and there was yelling. He's a very, these were very cre creature, creature, almost comical to watch them at a distance, I'm sure. Bunglers, I'd call them a bit of bunglers, and they were they do a lot of itching, 
And as I said, they, one thing I noticed, though, they do not smell like they look. They smell, that's what again my theory about them being, maybe is, can them, I remember them explaining to me when I was a child, animal, mineral, vegetable. Could these be part animal, mostly animal, part vegetable? I mean, the brain's a bit of vegetables in there, but you know what I mean? Is that possible? I believe it is. That's my theory is that they're 10% vegetable. And that's why they, because does a tree smell bad? Have you ever smelled a bad living uh, tree or plant that smells bad? Unless it's like a strategic plant stink. No. So, I don't know, just a theory. I don't know. So, and uh, then after he got some rest, he said, uh, he, he said, I said, well, how, how are you? You are the interpreter. Are you here to speak for these men? He said, yes, I am. And I said, well, what, what are you here to invade? I, I'm the queen here, you know. You could just keep me hostage. That's fine. What, do you, what are your demands? And then he explained, he said, the queen, the Bible, and he said, you're the queen. I said, well, I'm the, the temporary queen. A, a regular queen's out of town. He said, and I said, she'll pay. I said, why are you here? What do you want? He said, and it, was a, it took a while. He's basically, you know, these men were hired to move granite to your kingdom and start, you know, basic construction of a ground floor of a pyramid, and they haven't been paid. And as the ogre code goes, you know, if you do work and you, and he said, I said, well, what work have they already done? He said, well, they cleared out about seven. You know, and I said, I will have to take your word for it. He said, 40, a lot of work from what he described. And I said, okay, well, so, the, so you're owed money for the work done. So what, you're just here for your money? He said, oh, no, 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 now we must take, a, you know, work paid. I don't know. Some sort of code they have. If you pay them on time and everything's fine. But I guess this one, the sub, I, I said, well, it's probably my fault. And now I'm in my head, I'm like, this is not my fault. And when I get a hold of the man whose fault it is, he will pay dearly. But in my head, I said, well, this is probably my fault. You see the pyramid thing. And it's kind of hard talking through an interpreter, to be honest, because then the whole time I'm talking, then he's going, boy, she's going to eat, oh boy, eat, I mean, so I'm trying, it's kind of like I was talking into some sort of a tube. Remember they had a traveling minstrel, he called it a dijandran, didgeridoo. He would talk into it, it would sound like these ogres talk. That's what it sounded like, the, the musical instrument is from an aisle. Uh, the Isle of Oz, I believe, far, far off coast, a wonderful place, I, I hear, a wonderful, wonderful land. But so uh, we went back, and I was getting so hard with a lot of talking. But I said, okay, well, so you have to, he said, we need tenfold and some sort of vengeance, some vengeance thing. And I said, well, I said, well, I said, well, you guys are right on. I, that's why I was coming out here, because we're in need of workers. It's the strangest thing, because we had a pyramid canceled. And I was trying to think, wow, my, I said, we have the extra money. We had some ogres that did not show up. And they said, what? I said, yeah, we had this guy, some guy, a rich guy, who had a contractor and a subcontractor, 
and this was my fault, I think. We, we, we said, bring the granite here. But I trusted the wrong man, and, and I said, we're, we're going to start a pyramid. And I was, realized, well, we, we, you guys are right on time. Cause, and he said, this is the same place we were supposed to. And I said, oh, well, yeah, this is some sort of, I don't know who's responsible for the mix-up. I will take the blame. But but I will take the but and I said this just seems and I said so. You can still deliver the granite. You can stop building the pyramid. We'll start paying you, and we will pay you the back money owed, and any penalties due. Is there any you know? Is there, do you have to do any? You have to do any invading or anything? I said, oh no, no. well well. And I said, but and I said, and I said, will there be scones? I said. Uh, that could be arranged. You want to be paid in scones, and then they all laughed. Actually, all got that joke. I think with just a little, well, you're being roaned. And that's roans. I think they use for scones. And then they said something. I said you could be paid in butter. I said that is a um, commodity, so we can't just give. We can't just give. We could give you some scones, but we can't just pay you. We could pay you, and then. There was a whole other layer of negotiating, and I said, okay, half butter, half gold. And I said, fair rates for all, you can trust me. And the meanwhile, people had started watching me negotiating with these ogres. And I said, okay, we'll keep your camp. Uh, you know, I'll be back. And I said, well, I got to walk back to the gate. I said, well, Gonzalo, I think we'll still be building the pyramid and spread the word. The ogres are going to come and, and work on the pyramid. And I said, is a soldier said, really? I said, yeah, it's just a mix-up. These are ogres, not orgs. I was like, does that sound right? Gonzalo, from your understanding of these creatures? And he said, was it? He said, do they say, and I said, tell me you speak ogre. And he said, well, possibly. He said, the NBC, I think he, he did speak a bit of it. And I said, well, that's interesting. But uh, he uh, he said, I wasn't confident enough to just go down there. And plus, you left me in charge. And I said, oh, that's right. And I said, well, great job, Gonzalo. And I said, uh, you know, spread. And I said, let's call the people. We'll have a quick, uh, a quick word. I said, hello, everyone. You know, I got on the stage. I said, uh. Good news, uh, the uh, ogres are not uh, here to invade us. They were here to build our pyramid, which was uh, shrouded in confusion By because uh, I thought it was going, they were still going to move the rocks in for the pyramid just outside the uh, you know, windward side of the castle. And uh, we'll start on the pyramid construction so the ogres won't be, and they said, oh, where are they going to stay? I said, probably the town square. We can't have them. I, I, I guess I think I didn't negotiate that they'll stay in the town square and because uh, uh, they said it's against their customs to sleep on the job site. But it'll be fine, everyone. We will have the ogres here, and we will work with them, and we will. Uh, they will build, help us build the pyramid. So the pyramid's back on. Ogre invasion is uh, has been stopped, so that's good news to all. So everyone, go back about your day. Those of you still want to be involved in the pyramid, you will be working with ogres. But I, I think I will figure out a new tier of leadership. I, I kind of soured on the whole uh, mentor team leadership thing, to be honest with you all. But I will. Good job. Uh, oh, yeah, I guess I have to reconsider how to get you. But just remember, Cinderella may return at any moment to check and see that you are working with me 
helping take care of the fairy people. So everyone go back to your lives. I will need money. You know, I will make another decree soon, I guess. Thank you. And I said, that didn't go great, huh? And I said, where's Clifford? And, and uh, I said, I haven't seen him since the uh, ogre camp. And Gonzalo said, he slunk back with the uh, scone bags, and then he went off. He said, oh, okay, well, oh, Gonzalo, let's go check on our fairy godparents. Let's see what we just, how's our staffing level? He said, well, it's not bad. He goes, the people we have now are very committed to keeping the fairies well. He goes, we will need some supplemental workers, but I don't think it's going to be a huge problem to get the workforce we do need. And I said, well, excellent, let's get another pot of bone broth brewing. And, and we started doing that. And then they, I, I said, told the guards, you know, uh, here's what you, you know, I told, I called, then I called the guards in and I said, uh, you know, let the ogres in and you know, keep an eye on them, but also keep an eye on the people. We don't want any trouble or resentment. And I said, it'll be fine. And I said, you know, they're going to work on the pyramid. And the ogres started moving their camp into the town square. And I went over and I said, you know, the interpreter. And this time I brought a Gonzalo. I said, come on, you you have to help me. You can learn some ogre. And he said, you know, I said, this is the, you know, the, the shopping districts. You have to stay out here. I said, good thing you guys don't smell. They said, this is our customs for uh, excretion, so you need to follow our customs for health reasons even and cultural reasons. And he said, anyway, it's sensitive to those things. And he said, and I said, okay, well, you guys get settled, and then we'll, we'll just start working on the pyramid soon. So then uh, fast forward a couple of days. So things went well. Uh, the ogres, they set up their camp. They started following the bathroom rules. They started bringing in rocks slowly. And these powerful, powerful creatures, they could carry the rocks between the, the two of them. Uh, they could carry a rock a little bit, and then they would roll. I think they rolled them. Uh, I actually I wasn't paying very much attention. As I was picturing it in my mind at night, I said, "Yeah, they carry those rocks or roll them, because they work uh, smartly. They would work at night with bringing the rocks, and so they'd stay cool. So while they were transporting the rocks, they were sleeping during the day within the the, the in the in the town square, which people did not like." And that was kind of where things, you see, people said, why are the, it was, you know, market day and the orgs were sleeping. And they make a noise, much like a guttural noise when they sleep, a snore. And they, they, and they, they cover their eyes with their pants, which can be, you know, when we're not used to ogre nudity. So it was like, I said, well, it's a, not exactly, but then it's like you've seen a, don't stare, because they would use their pants to cover their eyes, and they were also big swipers, so you couldn't, the first couple of people learned the hard way, and don't walk near a sleeping ogre. Gonzalo thought that was a saying, and wherever the ogres live, don't walk near a sleeping ogre, you'll get squashed. You know, the squashing would be for a smaller, but you know, they'd just smack you on the head, and it would, it would hurt or upset people. 
And then uh, people stopped sh- some people stopped showing up to work for the uh, watching of the fair. And they said, well, I'm, I'm beginning to like the ethic of these ogres, but they were a little bit big. And they said, well, we have it takes two or three people at this point to stir all the bone broth. I said to the I said, how would you guys like to earn some extra butter, extra scones, any volunteers? Any volunteers and they said, oh, and I said, you just come into the gates. The soldiers will let you in and you stir the bone broth. You know, you know, unfortunately, you're not welcome to stay, but you'll be a bone stirrer. And then you just go out and, and be on your way. And it seemed to work out well. Now, this is where I probably should have said, well, what was I thinking? Because I guess the people, they still weren't uh, relieved. The, the people, they they still weren't re- relieved. Uh, or they were upset with me for yelling. For then the rumors started to circulate uh, that, that I was a witch and that I was involved and all, all these things. At first I was like, well, it's just some crackpots. So I told Gonzalo, crackpots, and then Clifford would come by and he was still helpful, but he was much quieter. And I said, I'm, I said, Clifford, have a seat. I said, these rumors about witches out, what do you know? And he said, he said, yes, the people are, are, are turning against you. And less and less people were showing up to work. I was getting to the point. And I said, well, this. And Gonzalo said, don't worry, the staff we have here, they will not leave us. We have a loyal staff and a and I probably, so then the, the ogres, they started being good, you know, broth preparers, water, we could get them to hold the water. And they were doing it all for gold and butter, and, and the scones were more of a motivator. And I said, what is it? And I, again, I was, I was still, part of me was like, what is it about these ogres that I know something's got a big give here? I, my, my luck is going too good. And that was the first time. There was a new one new worker in the castle, and we were passing each other, and I heard her sneeze. She was with some other uh, women working, and I heard her sneeze, and she said, which, which, and of course, she was new, so she had not uh, dealt with my ire, but she was about, and I said, excuse me, and then she, 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 she said, oh, yes, my queen. And and I I I said uh, did you, did you sneeze bless you, and she said oh thank you, uh, uh, my queen, and she even had the gall to say good day good day, and then she turned and she said which, sneeze like that, and I said uh, excuse me what is your name, and she went to so I said oh uh, uh, never mind I don't care. I said, how long have you worked here? And she said, well, I was hired, uh, you know, Gonzalo has hired us, some of us, as he has relocated workers. And I said, okay, you don't work here anymore. And, uh, you know, what was that? And I said, is that I'm not a witch. And I'm not a fool either. So good day. And then I said, Gonzalo, is, are people calling me a witch? Is that because of uh, my, my... And he said, well, it's the big cauldrons of broth with giant ogres stirring them. And he said, there is a rumor that your 
uh, yeah, there's rumors about. He said Clifford would know more. You know, I'm I'm busy. I got you know I'm log- handling these logistics. So I said, uh, where's Clifford? He said working on a double. I said that Clifford does he love the fairy godparents or what? He said, well, he just he feels like a leader there. He's and I said, well, let's go see. I'll go see him. So I went and saw Clifford. I said, oh, Clifford, how's it going? He said, uh, it's going. And I said, I'm sorry about all that stuff I said about your friends and them not being your... I said, I'm sorry. I, I can be a testy individual. And I said, I have a question to ask you. Is, is Are people turning against me? Do they think I'm a witch? Someone sneezed witch. And he said, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they call you the... Uh, the, the well, I have demon, demon master. Which is one... They say the rumor is that you're now calling your ogre army and uh, we're going to steal the fairy's power. And he said, there's just not enough. Uh, he was, uh, And I said, why is this? I'm just hearing about this. And he said, well, we didn't want to throw you off. You know, he's like, I'm not sure, you know, there's a rumor going around of how much you could handle and, uh, you know, that you can't handle that. And I said, wait a second, I'm sorry, what? And he said, "You know that you, you, I don't. We don't want to overwhelm you. We, we, you know, I'm just trying to do my best to help you here. And Gonzalo is helping you there. So you know, we, we just want to keep everything, you know, and while, while we can, you know, keep everything stable and help you keep things stable. And, and so I didn't want to overwhelm. I figured that things will be fine. This whole witch thing will blow over, or something will happen." I said, "You, sp- where did you hear this, Clifford? And I said, where did you hear that I'm not able to handle many tasks, multitasking, many duties as a queen with a Cinderella left in charge? I can handle, I can handle anything. And he said, oh, of course you can, of course you can. And I said, and who do you think is going to save you if I mess up? He said, well... I trust Cinderella will return. And I said, what's she going to do against some ogres? Uh, what if I was a, uh, wouldn't, wouldn't you, why, why would the people, if, what if I am a witch and I'm taking over and stealing, why, why wouldn't people just rise up against me? And he's like, well, the room, you know, they don't have the manpower yet. And I said, what do you mean yet? And I, and then I, I said, ow. Oh. And I ran back to the uh, castle and I ran up to Penelope's room, and I went into the satchel. And I said, it was, excuse me, uh, uh, letterman. Uh, he said, hello. I said, you're sounding a little light. He said, oh, I'm I, I just uh, just a little light here. You're right. And I looked inside. I said, let me look in your mouth. And he said, oh, well, open up right. And I said, where's the letter inside you? He said, I, I don't remember. Someone someone seemed to have taken it from me, from here. And I said, how would anyone have known about it? I said, that was that probably that woman. And I think it's I called, called for Gonzalo. And I said, that girl that sneezed, should she, was she, should she have access to this floor? And he said, no, 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 only trustworthy people, you, me, Cliff. I said, interview everyone in the kitchen, there's something missing. And he said, what? I said, that letter that I wasn't supposed to read is missing. And then I thought about the gem, I said, oh, no. And then I said, he said, I said, the gem is, and I looked and the gem was gone. 
And I said, oh, geez, uh, what could possibly, what could possibly be worse than this? And then I went and I, I was, I said, oh, gee, who would have stolen this? And I said, Clifford. I went back to Clifford. I said, who, where, where did you hear these things? He said, well, you told me, you know, you told me that don't worry, Cinderella's coming back and, and uh, not to worry and not to tell anyone. And I said, well, yeah, but you never believe any, why would you, I, I, you don't believe anything I say. Someone must have backed up, corroborated my story for you to trust me. And I said, I got you. And I said, who is spreading these rumors? And he said, and I had to take Clifford by the ear. I'll be honest with you people. And I grabbed his ear and I twisted and I said, come with me outside. I don't want to uh, assault you in front of these fair. And I, and I said, Clifford, we, we have ta- I said, we have taken you into our home. And I need to know who else knows about Cinderella's return. And he shook and he said, the cliffs do. And I said, Clifford, please don't tell me that you've taken the the letter and the, and the gem and give it any. He said he had. I said, what? I said you stole my my letter that I took and opened. It's a, you stole the letter that hmm, I said I'm on thin ground here, and I twisted his ear again. That time it was just because I was irritated. And I said, you stole the letter and, and everything inside, didn't you? And he said, I did. And I said, you just gave it to the cliffs. He said, I did. He said, that would make, give me, my trial membership would be over. I'd be a full, you know, subscribed member to the mentor team, a full mentor. I'd get my own pin. See, I have it. I'm wearing it. And I said, that's a pretty plain pin, Clifford. I didn't even notice it till now. It looks just like a uh, piece of metal. And he said, well, it's a uh, neophyte pin. And I said, well, let me, let me get this straight. You violated my trust. He said, let me get this straight. You violated my trust of the, the most powerful woman temporarily in the kingdom uh, to get a pin from a bunch of dudes. Uh, and he said, no, no, no. He goes, this is, I'm in with them now. I am a leader. And I said, you, and he said, listen, Agatha, I'm going to tell you the truth. He goes, you you told me the hard truth. I know these people are my friends, Agatha. Well, I, I wish they were. Part of me does. And part of me is willing to just go along with it because I, I but I want what they want, they have. They have a life that's better than mine, Agatha, he said, and, and, and that's what I want. And that, he goes, money is part of it, and power and influence. And they they empower each other, and they want, he goes, it might be a, a perverted version of what you call friendship, but let's, 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 like, look around, because you're the one who broke Cinderella's trust, who broke Penelope's trust, and Agatha, I'm going to tell you the hard truth. He said, yeah, everyone's just waiting around for Cinderella to come back at this point. And, you know, then things will return to normal. And you'll be back to, to, to doing your thing, which is fine. But I'm sorry, I'm sorry you're, you're not saying anything. That's what he said to me. And I said, oh, man. And I said, listen, Clifford, that's fine. You have your dream of 
uh, being a, 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 whatever a thought pattern or whatever the heck it is you want to be looked up to by the people who you want to be the insured and not the insurance salesman or the, uh, I guess, will you be the uh, person benefiting from whatever? You want to be at the top of the food chain. I get it. You don't want to be a middling man trying to make it. I don't know, but, but, but stealing from me, how could you do that? And he said, well, it's pretty easy because you were occupied with the ogres and I said, no. And I said, I'm going to ask you this once, Clifford, who has the, uh, the letter and the, uh, the, the, what was inside the letter? And he said, I can't tell you that. And I said, I'll put you into the bone broth and, uh, you know, the ogres will listen to me. They won't listen to you. I said, uh, Flakwa, come here, come here. And they they started to come over. And I said, I'll have them throw you in the broth, Clifford, and we'll render you down. And there's a lot to render. And he was silent. And I said, who has the letter? And he said, Dan does. Dan has the letter and the, and the, uh, and the gem. And you won't get them from him. But why, why did, what is he planning on doing with these, uh, Clifford said, he, he, I don't know. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Agatha. Maybe I maybe I acted rashly. I said, Clifford, and I said, Clifford, don't apologize for being yourself. You just did, you, you're just a, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm so confused, but I, do I need to get the, I guess I don't. Maybe you're right, Clifford. Maybe I just need to wait around for Cinderella to return. Well, but, but why does it Dan want a letter, and why why can't, why did he want it? And, and I said I don't trust that man. Oh well, I guess I I don't know. I have to sleep on this, Clifford. Thank you for violating my trust. Are you still going to help us with the fairy guy? He said yes, I will. I said, you're a confusing man, Clifford. And he said, well, I'm sorry. And that's why I'm just so taken by the turn of Clifford against me, but that I will need some rest before we return, and I, I will try to figure out why this man took the letter, why he took the gem, and, and but believe me, I'm not just going to wait for Cinderella to return to get it back. So then she can find out I read it without permission. But that won't be. I hope you're well. I hope you're rested. And I hope you're imagining all our safe fairy godparents thinking of how ogres so gently stir the broth despite the huge size. So nice. So thank you and good night.